You are listening to the Women Up podcast. My name is Rocio and I'm the founder of the Women Up Network. In this community, you are going to find networking events, meetups and workshops. If you want to know more information about them, please visit us on Instagram on womenup.co or if you prefer Facebook, you can join as well the Facebook group of the Women Up Network Budapest. If you are interested about business goals, women empowerment, entrepreneurship, and career development, please stay because we start a new episode right now. Hello, guys, and thank you so much for coming another week to this podcast. New episode this Thursday with Michela. We are going to be talking about ways that guilt shows up in our life. And within this topic, actually, uh, also, I'm going to be telling about my productivity guilt. I know that some of you, you have it, this inability to, to chill and relax. So, yeah, if you want to know more about maybe how to set up realistic expectations to avoid these guilty thoughts, how can you possibly prioritize your wants versus your should in your life and manage guilt in a better way, stay because we are starting right now. Thank you so much, Michela, first of all, for being my guest in today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about ways guilt shows up in your life. So if you want, you can share with the audience a bit about yourself. What do you do? What is your expertise? Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you, Rocio, for having me on your podcast. It's great to be here. My name is Michelle Richter, and I am a personal growth coach, and I focus on self-love. So really managing the relationship that you have with yourself and how that shows up through your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Um, and guilt is a big topic. It comes up a lot when we're examining our relationship with ourselves, and it's a really heavy emotion. Mm -hmm. And... I know that you've talked about the the map of consciousness from Dr. David Hawkins yes. and it's at the bottom of that like it's it's like the second one up from shame so there's so little energy attached to it and that's why it's such an important topic to discuss how do we manage and navigate this heavy difficult emotion so I'm excited to get into it yeah too. me too <laughs> so basically why I jump into your DM it's because I was watching a I saw a story of you talking about this topic And I really wanted to bring it to the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I believe like personally, like the ways that guilt shows up in my life or maybe before, a few years ago, it was when I was having specific expectations about what a businesswoman, let's say, should mm -hmm. look like. Before mm -hmm. I was always saying like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to coach people. And, you know, like at the beginning, I was saying I'm a coach or I'm a mentor and I was not having clients. So that was uh, uh, something that I had to deal with at the beginning of my my career. How do you think? How do you? Th yeah. How do you think that guilt maybe shows up in your life? Hmm. So. I'm a mom. I'm a new mom. So oh, there's congratulations. like, uh, thank you. <laughs> I have a year, a year old son. And uh, so guilt is starting to show up in new ways for me as a mm -hmm. mom, but um, I'm also 
So relatively new as a business owner as well. I was a hairstylist for 15 years and I shifted to becoming a coach five years ago. And I've taken my business full time in the last two years. Um, so I really relate to guilt as a businesswoman. Um, that feeling of not doing enough yeah. uh, has really shown up in my life, um, especially now as I'm trying to navigate both entrepreneurship and motherhood and feeling like I'm not showing up enough in either realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, um, it's something that I'm constantly working on noticing and managing as I move through my days and weeks. I, I agree with that. And it, I think it's related as well, maybe. I don't know if it's, there is such a thing, but I always say that I have um, productivity guilt. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, when I think like, no, I'm not doing enough, but what's enough? Mm-hmm. When you're mm-hmm. your own boss, you know, that's super yep. difficult, super difficult because it's like, okay, I have been working on this for five hours when it's enough. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think that that's the question. When it's enough, when yeah. you should just release and say, I have done what I could and it's perfect or it's good as, mm. it, as it is. I don't like the word perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I struggle with that. I have uh, one of my inner saboteurs I call the taskmaster. Mm-hmm. My, my taskmaster <laughs> is like, you should be doing this. You should be doing yeah. that. Like, and, and I have these sort of unattainable goals, these unrealistic goals that I set for myself that I'm never going to be able to achieve in a day. Um, and so it's, it's some, I have a note on my on my desk in front of me right now that says mind the taskmaster (laughs) yeah because I have to remind myself to check in with that that voice in my head and 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 see what's true here right yeah and we I'm sure we'll get into some ways to actually manage this as we continue this conversation talking about like this productivity guilt I want to share here as well um, a story I was sharing it with you also in the last call that we had together so I was working last, last year with a student uh, as a coach and she came to me basically because she really wanted to find some somehow clarity in that specific moment of her life. She was in her final exams. Uh, she was studying medicine. And like through the conversations that we were having, basically what I realized is that she was having so much guilt inside because she was creating for herself because again at the end is like what you create for yourself right so she was creating for herself huge studying expectations that in any way possible she was going ever to be able to to achieve so she would wake up one day uh, or every day actually of the week and she would see that track down she would have as part of her day study 12 hours (laughs) <laughs> and I was saying, for 12 hours yeah <laughs> so she was not she said yeah because my goal is to wake up at 6 a.m I will study for 12 hours then I will go to the gym eat healthy come back to the bed and the next day I will do exactly the same uh. but <laughs> she was waking up she was uh, clicking in the clicking in the snooze button and mm-hmm. not waking up because already since you wake up and you see this amount of things that you have to do, of course, you're going to feel lazy and overwhelmed. Yes, when you mm-hmm. are thinking about the 12 hours ahead of you, 
that you promised mm-hmm. to yourself that you're going to study. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she was not doing anything and feeling guilty because she was not mm-hmm. doing anything. It's kind mm-hmm. of a, a will, you know? <laughs> yeah, she was setting this unrealistic goal for herself yeah. and it was creating this vicious cycle of guilt, right? <laughs> for not achieving the goal, this unattainable goal mm-hmm. or unrealistic, right? Totally. So now that we are talking about setting goals, how do you do it with this task master inside of you? Mm. How do mm. you put her to set a realistic, set realistic expectations? Mm-hmm. Well, underneath my note that says mind the task master, uh, on the same note, it says, mm-hmm. I want to, I choose to, instead of I should. So I the taskmaster is all about shoulds, right? And so when I catch myself shitting on myself, I, that's it. <laughs> right? Don't, don't shit on me. Um, I have to remind myself, oh, okay, the shoulds are here. What do I actually want to do or choose to do? Because there's a part of me that kind of rebels against the rules that I create for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's sort of the first step is just checking in with, okay, like what, what do I want to do or choose to do here? What's going to serve my highest good? How do you prioritize good? it? Like, how do you prioritize your wants? So let's say that you mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. based on what you feel doing right now, or maybe mm-hmm. something that is more important, less important, urgent, not urgent, or requires mm-hmm. more work. Because for me personally, uh, I do this often. And what I do is like, okay, what I feel like doing, and it's important, both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or what I feel like maybe doing, but it will take me some time from what I would, mm-hmm. I should really be doing right now. There we have the, mm-hmm. the should, no? Mm-hmm. It's an internal fight. Like you say, it's totally an internal fight of the should and what I feel like doing now. Yeah. I find it can be really helpful to just write it out, write uh-huh. out a list. Like what, what are all the things that are swirling around in my mind right now mm-hmm. that feel like that are overwhelming me, write it down. And what often when I see it in a list, I'm like, oh, that's like three things, right? (laughs) Or, or, you know, it can be longer sometimes, but even just seeing it in front of me, I'm able to then prioritize and get really clear on what is actually a priority. What are the deadlines here? What really needs to be done first? And just focusing on on doing those things Um, because often the taskmaster is just throwing everything at me like you need to you need to do the laundry and you need to create an an Instagram reel and you need to write a letter to your Mm -hmm. email list and you need to like meal prep for the whole week and it's like okay whoa 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 like what do I what really needs to happen right now and sometimes in that mix is also like self-care like sometimes I need to go for a walk outside because I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed And trying to bring that energy to my tasks is not going to allow me to work efficiently. So sometimes what I need is to take a minute for myself so I can relax, recharge, and then come back to my task feeling refreshed. So it's it's really just about checking in with what will serve my highest good right now. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's crossing something off the list and sometimes it's taking a minute for myself. I love that. And I agree with that part because actually when I feel like overwhelmed with my business, like I'm, I'm not a mom yet, but yeah, I have my baby business. Let's call it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get so it. When I feel overwhelmed and I feel like, okay, I'm a, I'm a really dreamer person. 
And the thing is like, I can go and dream and create in my mind different scenarios and this and that. Um, about what do I want my life to look like from here to 10 years in advance? Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. I need to just sit down and say, okay, this is the huge goal. This is a huge goal, or this is the yeah, the, the biggest target. The big dream. Yeah. But what can I do now to be closer to that? You know, like before I was usually feeling overwhelmed because I was just focusing on the gigantic uh, gigantic goal but now mm-hmm. it's like okay what I can do what can I do today to achieve that or as well think if I'm really overwhelmed who can I ask for help in regards mm-hmm. of my business like thankfully right now I have a, a community that they support me in, in mostly every idea every crazy idea that I have <laughs> so I, can, I know that I can trust them so I think as well surrounding yourself with the right people or removing mm. I would say better to remove this comparison mm. Mm. the comparison yeah trap. the comparison yeah. trap you know like when you just scroll down on social media and you say that everyone is super perfect and they are yeah. amazing CEOs and she was like I saw some words now on Instagram and everyone can be a mom and a business owner and you can be an amazing wife and friend and this so I said okay Today, I maybe didn't even do my laundry, like you were saying. How can I remove this? So personally, <clears throat> what I do or what I did before, this was like right after the pandemic. I was like in that guilt hole, no? if you can say that. Yeah. I, I said, okay, I'm going to do a social media decluttering. So I just said decluttering. So I just remove everything. Ah, uh, like a from, detox. Uh, sadly, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Not, not a detox, but cleaning deep cleaning yeah. of my social media account yeah and I was like okay I'm going to stop following these toxic overproductive people because I know that this is not real <laughs> yeah yeah you know they have like huge boards and posts everywhere and everything is beautifully organized and then I look at my desk and everything is like oh my god I've been yeah. since when this cup maybe it's here <laughs> I love that idea like just going through and cleaning out yeah um, just unfollowing accounts that make you feel that are that are bringing you down right if it doesn't feel good to look at it you don't have to look at it you can unfollow them right and and stick with what resonates for you or what uplifts you instead I love that idea it sounds simple you know when it's like removing people from your circle of friends but Mm -hmm. most of us we are not realizing like our direct influence right now is social media as well because most probably some days you spend more time and more hours on social media than actually socializing with someone in real life. So true. Yeah. So um, I believe like this societal conditioning, it's so important. Mm-hmm. And once you examine your own definitions and mm-hmm. you kind of understand which kind of influence as well, everyone around you, virtually or physically that's mm-hmm. in your life that's really important Have I'm curious think- like when you say yeah. oh sorry when you say um examining your own definitions of mm-hmm. you know who who you are like what what does a businesswoman look like or what what do you want your style of businesswoman to look like um how do you actually do that like how do you create your own definitions around that 
So for me, basically, I would think about who my highest self as a businesswoman mm. would look like. Mm. So most probably, if I can be already there, I would be having this specific amount of salary, most probably, or I would be surrounded by these specific people. I would have mm. this specific routine. Not to make it something like unbelievable, but something mm-hmm. that I really feel within myself, like if I become that person, it makes sense for me somehow, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm not going to say, yeah. okay, for me, a businesswoman is going to start wearing a luxurious brands or something because I'm not that person right yeah. now. And I know that yeah. like, once I have that kind of a status, I'm not going to become that type of person, but because my values are not those. So I yeah. think it's kind of trying to use what I have and kind of fool it somehow mm-hmm. with a, a, high, a higher version of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I think of sort of the societal um, version of the uh-huh. businesswoman, I picture like the power suit in a boardroom, yeah. or, like walking down a city street, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, suit and heels. And, you know, that's not me. That's exactly. not going to be me. And, uh, and so I guess like when I think about discovering what my own definition is, it's like what you're saying, visualizing that highest version of yourself and checking in with, does that, does that feel expansive when you think about it, when you picture that, like, do you feel an opening in your chest when you picture that, or does it feel, maybe does it give you anxiety or yeah. feel like it contracts you when you think, Oh, I could never be that. Right. Then maybe that's not for you. But if you picture something like for me, being a businesswoman, I picture being able to, you know, make enough money to support my family, live a lifestyle that I want, have some travel, you know, be able to buy some nice things, like nothing crazy, yeah. but comfortable, right? And um, have an impact that feels meaningful on the people that I work with and work for um, in terms of coaching. And, um, and just see, and having growth, like I want to see continued growth in myself and in my business, whatever that is going to look like, I just want to always be on that trajectory. So that's what my definition is. And when I think of that, it makes me smile. It makes my heart feel light. And that's how I know that's, that's a definition that works for me. How do you measure growth in your life? Interesting question. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's finding that tension there's like that balance between um, being too comfortable mm-hmm. and too too stressed and fearful and anxious, yeah. right? Like, I think you need to have a little bit, you want to have some comfort, balance. you want to have some stress, right? Because yeah. that's where there's no growth without some discomfort. Right? Or like, yeah, right? <laughs> and, and feeling a little bit like you're in the unfamiliar territory. I kind of crave that so when I get to a place where I'm too comfortable I know it's time to start pushing myself I kind of visualize it like you're climbing the mountain and it's like it's work you know you're climbing you're climbing and then you can reach a plateau and you can rest on the plateau and enjoy the view have a sandwich you know drink some (laughs) water and then and then at a certain point it's time to start climbing again Uh right so that's kind of the visual that comes to mind for that you know, like related with that and with guilt, I think that sometimes I also find myself overcomplicating my work. Mm. So it's like mm. self-sabotaging myself when I don't really have to, because there are yeah. much simple, uh, m- m- many more things 
simple to do. Mm -hmm. And I just load myself with work because that way it makes me feel like I deserve the money that I earn somehow, you know? So that's right. when I check yeah. it with myself. So I can be like two hours designing beautiful social media posts and this edit over editing maybe a podcast that because I was I don't know having hiccup or something you know like <laughs> yeah but at the end it's like okay am I spending too much time here when like is my perfectionist maybe showing up or yes does it have to be like this or am I self-sabotaging the process of creating the process of growing because sometimes you say like okay you have reached a plateau but then you need to push yourself but you need to push yourself when you really need to, not because you want to make your Should. reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't need to spend five hours on Gamba just to have beautiful social media content. <laughs> yeah. That's me with myself, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. If perfectionism is such a, mm -hmm. a, a tricky thing. It's important to watch out for. Um, you know, something I always say is progress over perfection. Right. So if your perfection is getting in the way of you, you know, moving forward, then it's time to check it. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of times like I create videos for YouTube and you know and social media, right? Where I'll same, I'll get caught in the fiddly details of editing. And it's at a certain point I have to let it go and be exactly. like good enough, right? <laughs> I'm not going to make it better than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or trying to align everything, you know, in the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, talking about uh, what we were sharing at the beginning like guilt is within the, the scales of vibrations so how would you say that when you feel yourself that you are vibrating in that energy of guilt how do you push yourself maybe to a more relieving energy mm, yeah so for me, I've, I've really connected, how do I say this? So when I notice that I'm having guilty thoughts, I mm -hmm. see that as an in indicator light that my vibration is low, right? Okay. It's like, oh, I'm vibrating in the energy of guilt, right? So I'm having these guilty thoughts. My energy is low. I need to focus on recharging that energy, raising my vibration. So I call it my indicator light. Um, so negative thoughts equal low energy. So it's like, okay, how can I boost my energy? And I've spent a lot of time on really mapping out what I know drains my energy and lowers my vibration and what recharges my energy and raises my vibration. So sometimes it's a matter of, and I've actually created a, a workbook around it and I'll do it myself. So it's called um, my self-care guide. I'm showing you right now. I know oh, the listeners wow. will be able to see this, but what drains me, what recharges me? mentally emotionally physically spiritually and I'll sit down and I'll write it out like what is draining me right now and it might be like I'm spending too much time in front of screens lately or I haven't been outside in a couple of days or I haven't stretched or I haven't I haven't been eating very well or I haven't been drinking enough water right so I really mm -hmm. just get it really clear on um sort of the holistic view of how I'm spending my days and then I make a few agreements with myself. So I'll pick one to three small, small doable. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. That I can make right now. Like, all right, I'm going to, you know, stop looking at screens two hours before bed for the next week. Right. Or I'm going to, yeah. or it could be something I can do right now. Like, like I mentioned before, I'm going to go outside and just go for a walk, clear my head. Right. So rather than 
trying to tackle whatever issue is that my mind is grappling with that's making me feel guilty, I step away from that and I focus on recharging myself first. And generally that just lifts the energy and it just, the, the guilty thoughts disappear. I have a whole new perspective on whatever the circumstances are that I'm, I'm dealing with in that moment. I work as well with many women that they feel really guilty. I think it's the, the same as productivity guilt. It's like, I feel really guilty when I'm resting and when I'm having mm -hmm. some time for myself. And yeah. I cannot really spend one hour sitting on the sofa watching a movie. I cannot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get that. <laughs> yep. I feel so guilty too. It's like lazy is a bad word. Yeah. In our taskmaster, right? You need to be always doing something. Always. Yeah. yeah. I think like that. And, that... and so this, sorry to interrupt, uh -huh. but like this self-care guide, like sometimes rest is part of that. It's like, I need to reframe the way I'm looking at that instead of it being lazy, it's rest, it's recharge, right? So sometimes, you know, sometimes it is like, an escape or an avoidance of something. So that's why it's important to pause and check in. Like, does this really serve me? Do I really need mm -hmm. to lie down right now? Or do I need to go for a walk or something else, right? So just checking in with, with that and, and allowing yourself the space for that, your intuition to give you those answers. I love that. I want to speak as well in this podcast about the imposter syndrome, because mm. I think like it's, most probably something that we have dealt with at the beginning of our career, you know, you are doing something different when you are getting to show up in mm -hmm. social media and saying, okay, oh. I know that before I was working at, as this, but Tachan, now I'm a coach, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. So I believe that sometimes you can feel guilty as well for saying, okay, I spent maybe like four years of my life studying tourism management mm -hmm. and I'm not using that knowledge currently for absolutely anything in my life. So mm -hmm. when I first started to learn about coaching, it's like, okay, do I really want to, I was, I was thinking like I, I would throw all of this information to the trash, but at the end it's like, okay, this is four years as well of experience that mm -hmm. helped me to grow up as a person, helped me to understand how to network with other people or how to teamwork mm -hmm. also. Did you feel the same? Mm -hmm. I'm really curious about yeah. having this chat with everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, like when I made the shift, I started to make the shift from being a hairstylist to being a coach. I struggled mm -hmm. with so much imposter syndrome. Um, I remember, so in my coach training, Um, we were encouraged in one of our, our daily workshops to, to go home and take a radical action, take some radical action towards something that we feel a lot yeah, of fear around. Uh -huh. Yeah. And for me, it was starting an Instagram account as a coach. And I was like, oh God, I'm so <laughs> nervous. What will people think? Who am I to be a coach? Who am I to tell people how to live a life? You know, yeah. and, um, really struggling with a lot of, of, challenging thoughts around that um, because I think like so, we all think okay my life is not perfect so who am I to be mm -hmm. a coach I would say that, yeah. that's that's why <laughs> that's exactly <Yeah>. why <laughs> and and I know a lot of people that I've worked with um, feel that way even if they're stepping into a new role and they're mm -hmm. in their company or if they're starting a business like 
it, it just shows up anytime we're in a new role in unfamiliar territory that we're not 100% confident in. Um, and so two things that really helped me move through that were patience and trust. Like have patience, know that with time and experience, you will build that confidence. Um, and, you know, you always hear the saying, fake it till you make it, but I like to say, face it till you make it. So just show yeah. up, do the thing, right. <laughs> and know that in time it will come and that's the trust, the process. So, um, yeah, there's, how do you see guilt connecting with that? By not showing up by my new version, I was mm -hmm. feeling kind of guilty because I was not taking the the real actions that I wanted to take in my business you know it's like okay right I want to be there but if I'm not doing uh, this or that people doesn't know yeah, so I have yeah. a friend that uh, I have a friend that she actually was kind of going through the same transformation she used to work in marketing she's currently working as a part-time in marketing but growing her business as well and she was not showing her face on her social media account for coaching because she was feeling guilty as well or she was feeling shame I would say more than guilt she was feeling mm -hmm. shame of what people would think about her mm -hmm. becoming a coach you know mm -hmm. so when I actually met her it, it was like this super interesting because we knew each other for like maybe a year and a half or maybe a bit less I think so knowing that there was other people that they were struggling with the same, it made me kind of more relief, you know, when you know that we all experience the same. It's kind of, yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm not going yeah. through this alone. And that's it. Like, that's something else I wanted to say is um, I couldn't, I don't know if I could have gotten to where I am without coaching without yeah. receiving coaching myself right so um the support of the group of of people i was going through my training with like that push that i was given to take that radical action and start that account and and then also working with a coach through this process because it just helped me get out of my head and out of these negative thoughts and get some some new perspective on on what i was going through um, so that idea of like community, whether it's, um, others, like you just mentioned that are going through similar experiences and just recognizing that you're not alone and feeling and thinking these things or having some coaching or mentorship through the process, like both are so valuable. Like we don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do that alone. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that we have talked about everything that we wanted to, to talk about. I would ask you. Maybe as, as a way of wrapping this episode here, um, if you could maybe advise someone who is dealing with guilt at this moment, what would you say maybe to that person that they can do right now to overcome the, the guilt or the guilty thoughts? Mm, yeah. I think a big thing is to pause and step back from the situation and do what I take a look at it from the 30,000 foot view, like zoom out and just look at the big picture. Like how, what are you doing? How do you show up? Right. What are, what have you achieved? And, and really checking in with those accomplishments that you already do have under your belt and, and all that you are doing, that can be really helpful just to 
get some fresh perspective on whatever it is you're you're feeling guilty about. And then secondly, as I mentioned before, like sometimes we need to step away and recharge and just do something for ourselves, something that's going to help us feel um, more energy, right? Raise that vibration, get yourself up out of that energy of guilt so that you can see things from a different perspective. So one is more internal, just shift, you know, shift the way you're, take zoom out and look at the circumstances differently. And the other is more action oriented, like go, go do something that's going to lift you up. What can you do right now to raise your, your vibration, right? Me, me mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, like we said, like, get clear on what, what recharges you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. So that you have that list readily available and just something that you can check in with. Okay, what, what's something I can do right now that's going to give me a boost so that I can get up out of this stagnant, heavy energy of guilt? Yeah. Thank you so much for this episode, for being my guest and for sharing your thoughts around this, uh, this topic of guilt so deep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was a no, really beautiful conversation. Thank you. Yeah, it was lovely to connect with you and I'm glad we had this talk. I think it's really important. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Remember that you can follow every update from the Women Up Network on Instagram. Find us under the handle of womenup.co or if you're more kind of a Facebook person, you can also find the page of the Women Up Network. Every event, meetup, workshop, and yeah, basically any activity is usually posted there. So yeah, don't forget to follow. Ciao, ciao. We'll see you again next week. Bye.